but I you know it, it I think in the end it has made me a, a happier person because I ended up realizing that um my identity or my myself I, I don't depend on on the things that I do or the things that I that I have in this episode I'm talking to Eva Carissa who is a multi-instrumentalist, a conductor, and a singer. Hello, Eva. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, you've got the piano at the back there. What yes. a lovely backdrop, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eva, it's, uh, where are you based now? Where are you at the moment? I am at the University of Miami right now. Okay. So, and you are studying there? I just finished. I just finished the doctorate in, in music, in violin and, and with the cognitive instrumental conducting. Yeah, because you're a, you're a multi, you, you are such a fascinating um, a musician and girl. You are a multi-instrumentalist and a conductor and mm -hmm. you're a singer as well. Yes. <laughs> what a talent you have. So when did you start in music? At what age? I started at five. I started studying music at five. What instrument did you play first? Um, I actually started with the violin very soon. So I, 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 I never, you know, I always... I have always loved it and, and I didn't switch. I just added more, but... <laughs> <laughs> but what was it about the violin initially that attracted you? Um, you know, I, I, I don't really know. At, at the beginning when I when I started, um, I thought I maybe wanted to play the saxo because I, you know, I was a kid and I just thought it was yeah. shiny and gold and it, it, it oh, looked yeah. really <laughs> attractive <laughs> for a kid. And then I tried, I tried the violin, and, and I just liked it very much. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be able to to say exactly what it was, but it was just there, and it happened. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then, um, and and your parents are they? Do you come from a musical family? No, not at all, not at all. Um, yeah. My parents are, yeah, yeah. My parents are not uh, non musicians, but they always. Um, to my brother and to and to me, they they always took us to to see concerts, to um, museums, to um, um, you know different artistic uh, places. So they they were always very interested in in all that cultural um, life that was happening in my town. So yeah. So where and and your where did you grow up? I grew up in a town called Sardañola, very close to Bar Barcelona. Okay. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, beautiful is it's not that much, but it, I, I, you know, it's the yeah. place where I grew up, so I, I have a good Yeah. And, um, so, and, and then you started just wanting to play more instruments, or how did you then started playing the flute? Hmm. So my my best friend used to play the flute, mm -hmm. and so I, that's how I started. She she taught me how to blow and how to produce sound, and and 
um, with with the years, I, I went a little bit from that. I'm not that good on the flute though, because I don't have much stamina and I get dizzy very easily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But but you but what I was thinking is um, now you you need to practice all these instruments that you're playing. I mean, it's it's a very much dedication that you must have mm-hmm. to play so many, you know, to play these the two instruments. And then of course the singing was that something that just came spontaneously. Yeah, for me, it always was my favorite game growing up. I I, I was not, um, you know, I never played much on, on uh, video games or I never had video games and, and computers. And my, my, my favorite hobby was always music. And um, so it was my, my play. It was my way to play growing up, really. Um, Right now, you know, it's it's a little crazy. There's not that much time, so you just gotta find the ways to be efficient and 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 get things done efficiently. But now your and and your voice, the because I heard, I mean, you are a very petite girl, but you've got a, a fantastically strong voice. You think <laughs> with your voice, it, I thought, my goodness, where does this come from? So, but do you sing? What is what is the genre you uh, like to sing? I, I love to sing um, soul and R and B. And that's that's a funny, um, you know, funny, 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 curious thing that um, in my town that type of music is not it's not a thing. It's in town in Spain. It, 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 R&B and Aretha Franklin and Etta James are not a, a thing there. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, it's not what I what I used to listen. But um, so I, I, I when I fell ill of the condition that I still have, mm-hmm. I was for many, many months, like unable to even talk. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to talk, my voice was pretty horrible. It was really um, kind of graspy and, and and really ugly. And I thought to myself, you know, that I'm I'm done. I'm never you know singing again or something because because it just was not the 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 voice that I was used to listen. And I I remember seeing this uh, watching this movie of Ray Charles. And it blew my mind that you know you didn't have to have this perfect um, you know non perfect voice to 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 be able to do music and that's where when I started to to discover all all these not just Jay, um, Ray Charles but uh, I don't know Little Richard or uh, artists like like that that they didn't have a you know a perfect they had they grasped, they had lived their lives in and 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 that was okay. And so I, that's why I started to like very, very much that kind of music genre. And I, I I started to get like very obsessed with that kind of music. Well, it's very distinct, you know. It's if you have that type of voice, it's very distinct then. You know, so it's wonderful. But now you have um you you had a um not the usual teenage years that uh, 
yeah. people have. So um, would you like to talk about or just tell, because you've done some amazing um, work that came from this, this very um, uh, sad situation that you had. Yes. Yes. So you're right. Um, um, I felt ill of, of a neuroimmune condition uh, called chronic fatigue syndrome. But in a very severe way, I was for um, it was after a virus, and 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 I was with fevers for around six months, and I it just my my body got pretty much destroyed in in many ways. And after that, I was in bed for six years, from twelve um, since age twelve to around eighteen. So as you said, you know my teenage years uh, were not very. Um, very normal. The same time for what I've talked with people, teenage years and high school years are not the best for many people. So I, I, yeah. <laughs> I would say, I would say many teenagers would, uh, you know, would say the same thing. Yeah, that um, yeah. at least yeah. But now, if you say uh, you were in bed, so you were really stricken in bed, you you couldn't move much. For yeah, like for 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 the first years, you know, it was it was not a change, a sudden change. Uh, the, the you know the sixth year to the sixth day, and you know the next yeah. day, no. Um, but the the first four four years were completely, completely, completely in bed. Then maybe the, the next two, I, I was able to sit for a little bit more time and, and um, it, it, it improved, um, you know, uh, slowly. But now in this time, you even played the violin and, and I, I'm so um, impressed with that because I think if you have this illness, sometimes, and you say, you know, that you, you could barely sit up, but where did you get the strength then? The, because it's it's not just physically, it's also mentally that you had to practice. So where did you get this uh, strength from? No, it's 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 true. Um, the first three years, I, I I couldn't even play, so I I did not um, play until until later. Um, and then it started very slowly. Um, I started to play with earplugs. Earplugs and the mute. At first, it was like earplugs and the mute because all the stimuli, you know, tired me very much, and I could I could not stand it. But it was very very slowly. At the beginning was just maybe five minutes of, you know, how how I do this, and it, it progressively started to be a little more time and 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 better overall. And then, um, in uh, w when you recovered, how old were you then? Well, um, you know, I'm still not recovering. I probably will never fully recover. But yeah. um, but I've been able to improve uh, throughout mm -hmm. the years. So um, right now, I, I still use a wheelchair, an electrical wheelchair. But I'm, I'm I'm working on being able to walk a little more, and and hopefully in the next few months I, I will be able to get rid a little bit of the of the wheelchair. 
Well, you've got such a <laughs> you've got such a strength really in you and but now and in spite of that you still do all these things you still um study and you do conducting and that's mm -hmm. also very physical the conducting yeah a, mm -hmm. a little less than the playing for me but but okay. yes it is but now you've done a great thing and you have raised awareness also of um for for artists or for performers with disability and tell me about this yes um well first it started just because i because of living my life as i as i was uh, you know think uh, people notice that that we exist and, um, and but that at, at the same time that we can do many, many things that people don't necessarily think we're able to. Um, after that, I, I started to do it more consciously and, and definitely since the start of my master's, I did everything, every paper I could write, I, I did it on the topic and, um, I knew very, very clearly that I, I wanted to do a doctoral essay um, on helping students with disabilities that I just finished to graduate from the doctorate. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Wonderful. Congratulations. <laughs> but then, and, and now is there, um, what are the, what are the things that that we should know about, that you would love people to know about uh, when it comes to, to disability? Hmm. I think probably, probably the most important thing for me is to, to, to be practical in the, in the way that we, we help. Um, I think very often we, we enter into these conversations that of how the world should be and, um, but that's not really helpful in yeah. the end. And I, I like to talk a little less and then to help actually with real, um, I don't know how to say it with with real action. Yeah. But now for you yeah. as a performer, for example, are there obstacles when you play the violin and you have to get on stage? Um, do you find the obstacles? So it's not not really geared for somebody in a wheelchair. Yes. Yes. Totally. Um, I think it's it's. It has improved over time, and there are CGs that are better than others, definitely. Um, but but it's true. Uh, many many theaters are not wheelchair accessible, and even if they are, sometimes they are in the audience, but not in on the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Many times they are they are accessible for the audience, but then to go on stage, you gotta um, do a few steps or uh, so which that tells you a lot, you know, of how sometimes um, we are, um, we are not expected to, to be on stage. It, it, 
they think that it's enough. Okay, just come and and, and watch. Yeah. But no, we can actually do. <laughs> we yeah. Can actually yeah. Do, do stuff. But what a great example you are for for young uh, for younger people as well. You know, to to see where you've come and what you've done and what you've achieved. Hmm. I think. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much for that. It's very kind. I I think it's important to you, you know do what you what you preach with as as I said with your actions. So it, it's just not enough to complain that oh there is not enough representation. Okay, then you know you 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 have to go and and try to do it because. Um, um, not because you are helping in that way, but also because you you will really understand what it takes and and what are the issues that um, why why there is no more representation than what it actually is right now. Yeah. Um, and and if you can understand better, you can also help better. In so I I think it, it's it's a good thing to always um, you know try to try to do yourself what you're what the complaints are about the society okay try to try to um, do them yourself and 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 you learn from that now um you've now completed your studies but in the in the time we also went through the pandemic and um how much did yeah how much did that um um you know, hinder your studies and 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 what you had to uh, uh, accomplish. Uh, well, I guess the pandemic was hard for everybody. Mm. Um, you know, in a way, since I had been six years without being able to go out of my room, really, so it's like quarantine, if you wish. Yeah. You know, if you, if you if you say it like that, um, the quarantine, like the quarantine itself, felt different, I guess, for some than from other people. In the sense that, in one way, I knew that I could do it, so yeah. I was I was um, very comfortable in the way that I I knew I could handle it. On the other side, it, it did felt like I was going backwards somehow. Because mm. like right now that I can go out, now I can oh, yeah. now, yeah. now I can't. It's like, <laughs> come on. You know, I've been too too much time without being able to go out of my room and now that I can't, I'm not allowed. Or so yeah. it, that was that was tough. But yeah. but now um and, and how do you see things change? Have you can you see a difference already? Have you felt it that, um, that something has changed for you? And also mm. for the musicians that you had to deal with, do you do things differently now? Uh, that's a good question. I guess it, it helped me, again, realize the importance of... Um, in person um, so socialization and, and sharing the music, um, sharing the music 
life that to me is is really really beautiful and and it cannot compare to watching a video or yeah it, it's just not the same thing yeah that's true and and that appreciation that we have for the arts you know that that we realize now how also how important that is totally totally i think many people realize that um that that music is a is an important thing that we need it to to be mentally healthy and and that it help us cope with 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 life with everything yeah. I'm just wondering if if you think if you ever thought that the music could be something that um, helped you as well in the time that you were ill. I I think it it definitely helped me because I was very passionate um, with with it already before. Um, yeah. So I I always had that. Um, that interest of going back to and doing what I what I like to what I like to do. So um, it it was a motivation definitely. At the same time, the music itself and the making the music making was actually kind of painful for me in the sense of even physically, like it, the sound or the, the stimuli, the the physical effort to do it. It was not necessarily um good for, yeah. for me in that sense uh, it was it was tough but the, the motivation kind of um yeah. helped well i think you are um i mean i admire you so much for you know doing it even though it was painful that you just um kept going and and kept doing it and i mean it's it's a long time where you have not been able to play where other uh, somebody your age would have been able to progress and to to play so was that something that you thought about as well yes at, at the beginning um before before um before my my illness i was a super athletic kid i always like to do all the um, athletic competitions i used to dance in, in, in many different things i was all over the place and very very active um and not just in in that but in school you know like very overachiever and very um i always liked school and and uh, and, and doing good and that and at the beginning yeah, I was not able to do anything. I was not able to talk. I was not able to breathe or write. I was not able to walk. I was not able to, of course, dance or that yeah. wasn't even in the in the in the horizon. Um, and at the beginning, I I did feel like uh, kind of like an identity crisis of uh, what am I if I'm not all the things that I that I was doing and and um i can i cannot do anything so i i did have that feeling of of um of of questioning the my worth or questioning my um 
yeah, <laughs> as, as, as um, hard as it sounds. And, but I, you know, it, it, I think in the end it has made me a happier person because I ended up realizing that um, my identity or my myself, I, I don't depend on on the things that I do or the things that I that I have. I'm I'm the way I like to think about it is that when we are born and we are babies, we are like the most useless person on the on the planet. We don't know how to talk. We don't know anything. We don't know well we have no ideals. We have no um faith. We um we don't know how to walk. We cannot walk. We cannot even grab things. Or we, we are really, you know, but really yeah. useless in that sense. You know, we don't know how to do anything. And and despite that, nobody would say that that's a useless life. Yeah. Quite the opposite. You know, it's the most valuable life on the on the planet, the life of a baby. Wow. And yet, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't do anything. <laughs> And, yeah. and then as we grow up we start to attach our value our value our worth we everything that we we are able to do um if we are capable of doing this if we are good enough to um achieve this goal or to um you know to be good at school or um all, all these all these things outside and it really our worth does not depend on it because we when we couldn't do them we still had worth yeah. as human as human being and so when you think about about it like that i i, I think that everybody everything else is just like a very nice gift and and i'm already worth it even if i can't if i cannot speak yeah. So if I'm able to speak, that's such a great thing. And then, you know, it, it's a plus. Everything wow. what, that we do on, on life, then it's a plus. And it, I don't know, it makes me grateful. <gasps> Eva, you know what? You've discovered this, <laughs> that, that, that we have to struggle our lives with. You know, you mm -hmm. go through life and you have this, you never realize this, and you've realized this at a very young age. What a what a great um, thing to have. Uh, you've just taught me such a valuable um, thing now because I never thought of it, but it's really true what you're saying and that we should appreciate all these things more, I think. Yeah. You know, the things yeah. we can do. Maybe the pandemic has also done that to us, you know, that it's taken us away from things and that it, had to make us realize that you know that these things are like you say that's not how you your value is measured mm -hmm. yeah mm. Eva this is amazing what you just told me really <laughs> oh this is wonderful um but now so of all these things that you do which yes. is your favorite of your conducting and violin and singing and flute? That's a, a very tough question. It's like choosing between, you know, 
mom and dad or something. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> um, you know, I think I think maybe I'm I'm going to tweak a little bit the the question, but I think that what what I like the most is to be creative. Okay. Um, so any of the things that I do. If I can be creative, I'm very happy on it. Whether it's the violin, like let's let's put the violin for for instance. If I can be creative on it and 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 find new ways to do things or compose and play things that I like or or find my own way, that is very exciting. If I just have to do, I don't know, to copy something or to even if it's playing the violin, I'm not that excited about that okay. same same with everything else so I think that the, the thing that I like the most is to be creative with with the things that I do not so much the thing itself you can be creative with anything really yeah and then and and with the conducting as well do you find that's creative as well oh yes really? yes it is there's a lot of decision making um all of it is decision making really uh, you you gotta decide um, what's the tempo? What's the style you're gonna do? What was your approach to um, to the music? Um, even your approach to to the rehearsal and and what are your goals with the with the piece with the music? And so it's it's very very creative. Mm -hmm. Love it. But I've I've asked for a, um, a female conductor, and we've been talking about um, your dress your dress code or that or what you wear uh what do you wear for for your when you conduct um you know i've, I've changed it, it changes uh okay. i i don't wear always the same thing but even on that it, it's it's a cur curious thing because i find that um it's a good thing that we have the opportunity to be creative because we are not so um limited by the tradition because there no. wasn't really a tradition of women conductors exactly so no. you gotta make your own thing and that's that's for me it's very exciting always um maybe maybe it's a little harder because you don't have that reference to to just do what that person did but that wouldn't be fun anyways yeah i think i think it's it's a nice thing to to be creative and 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 do the things your own way. I, I sometimes I, I wear dress. Sometimes I I wear more more like a, a suit type of thing, or like I'm having right now, but in black instead. Or but it, it depends. Well, we say uh, the the um, woman I spoke to, we uh, they said that there should be a designer who designs specifically for female conductors. Uh, so that there's a choice, yeah, <laughs> for you to wear. You know, it's not about that. Sometimes in my head, I I, I kind of design the clothes that I would oh, like to know. wear. <laughs> but um, yeah, but then I never do. Yeah, I don't know what design. I don't. Know. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you conduct from your wheelchair? I usually conduct from a stool. Okay. Stool. Mm -hmm. But now, um, but tell me, Eva, what is your uh, wish for the future now? Because you've done now your studies and, and now there's a whole new world for you. Yeah, I have 
um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a, on a few projects. Um, I'm, I'm working on creating an album of my music, like singing and performing and, and composing, you know, kind of all the creative process. I'm very, very excited about that. Then I'll be turning my doctoral essay into um, a book or, or some articles so that it reaches people with disabilities. Um, that's like the second big project that I'm having. Um, then I'll, I'll, you know, I, I don't know exactly how much, oh, okay. but I'll be here. Uh, I, I haven't figured out. I have these. Oh, okay. These so, well, it's already, mm -hmm. yeah. No, but it, it seems that that whatever you set out to do, you achieve. So there, it will happen. No, yeah. I'm, I'm very, very, you know, some people say stubborn, some people say determined. <laughs> I, 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 I like to say that um, stubbornness is an appreciated, an appreciated determination. Exactly. It's the same thing. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, when, when people don't like it and they, you're in their faces, you know, um, wanting to do something and it's like, oh, she's so stubborn. She always yeah. wants to do this stuff. She's kind of pushy, you know, but, um, but then when you achieve things and you're successful on them, they, they say, oh, she was so determined. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, you could have said that before, you know, at the, at, at the moment I was stubborn, but then when you achieve yeah. the things and, and they go, well, it's, oh, she was so determined. Yeah. So I think it's the same thing. The same but thing. yeah, well, I, I, um, I think stubbornness is a very good trait. You just have to apply it in the right way, you know. So if you apply yes. it, apply it to your benefit, then it's then it's a good then it's a, a good thing. But yeah, I always think stubbornness um, is a good thing. Yeah. In in another way, another way that I like to see it, um, you know, so some people have this sentence of of. Well, it's this is who I am, you know. This is just who I am. If you like it, good. If you don't like it, and I say you, you always should finish that sentence. You know, this this is who I. This is just how I am. You know, of like happy. If that's yeah. if that's happy, then then it's a great thing. You know, I'm a happy person. So if you like it, good. And if you don't, well, that's on you. But then sometimes it. it some people use it in the wrong way. So, uh, you know, this is just how I am of, of maybe, I don't know, like rude. Yeah. And if you like it, good. I mean, if you don't, you know, I think you should always finish that. that exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you totally. Yeah. Because then it's, you, you can be who you, uh, who you are, but it has to be then in the positive, in a positive way. Yeah. Eva, now I have one more question for you. Uh, can you do a shout out for a restaurant or a coffee shop that you visit regularly in your area in Miami? Oh my God. I love, I love food. I oh, really, really love food. <laughs> what is your favorite um, um, foods to eat? Um, there's a, a Thai, a very nice Thai called Moon Thai. Yeah um that i i really that's very nice really really nice i also like cuban food um there's one called casa cuba um mm. and the, the 
the owner of the restaurant he's very very nice always so sure he he deserves a shout out okay we'll do that that one <laughs> so will you will you um email me the link of the restaurant or the, the um or the name of the restaurant so that i can sure. put the link on the description of the video and i'll do a shout out for them on instagram as well sure yeah okay but Eva, this is so lovely to talk to you. You are such an inspiration and you are so wise. My goodness, you've just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, whenever you come to Vienna, then please let me know because I would love to well, meet you in person. I would, I would love to. I, uh, it was kind of my dream growing up. Um, yeah. Going to, you know, studying music, it's always Vienna. It's yeah it's it's the place you know but um the same time miami weather it's very nice oh yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but was it fewer trans a, a big transition to come from spain to to miami uh yeah so uh, the, before being in miami i my, my first time in the United States, I did an exchange to West Virginia. Okay. And at that moment, I used a, um, a manual wheelchair. So my dad always was with me for the whole year. I have the best parents in the world. Really? Yeah, I, I have to say it. And it's something I, I always say, I really love them. I would have done nothing if it wasn't for the, their support. Um, you know, my, my dad, he didn't speak a word of English and and regardless you know he he saw that I had this opportunity of going to to West Virginia University and and he just came with me the whole year in the middle of West Virginia oh, it, wow. without speaking a word of English and, and it, he's he's amazing I'm sure you can <laughs> speak English now um you know he 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 knows how to order coffee, which is the oh, important, okay. important stuff. Then okay. he has this, this sentence of like, I do not speak English, my daughter does. So he just, oh. <laughs> he just puts everything on me and that's, it's good. I, I when, when we were together, I was, I always tell him, used to tell him, um, you know, you are my legs and I'm your, you know, I'm your mouth and oh, we, yeah. we compliment each other, you know. <laughs> yeah that is true oh that is so sweet and they are now back in spain yeah yeah then during my master's he was also with me he has been in total for three years in wow. the united states really just just oh, for me to be able nice. to study mm -hmm. that's wonderful oh but that's but but i mean you work so hard so i'm sure they your parents don't mind doing things for you um they are, as I said, they are yeah. great parents. My mom as well, um, you know, they are so, so supportive. And uh, I have a, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for my family. We are like a very, um, you know, like a pack. We we, be, right. we are very close to each other and, and help each other in everywhere, in every way we can. That's amazing. And, fun, you know, the fun thing I, I, I I think it's it's very good that as I've been growing up, you know, the relationship changes and, and they become more like my friends.
friends or, or you know, it's not that that relationship of um, mother daughter. It's not about like clean clean your room or that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as an adult, a young adult now, I I, I realize that they are really good people. Mm. Oh, that's so wonderful! It's just so wonderful. Um, I mean, I, I I'm sure they're very much proud of you. Definitely. Okay. Okay, Eva. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. And thank you for I'm your time. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm very excited to be doing this today. Uh, I'm also excited to be talking to you. You're such an inspiration. Thank <laughs> you.